Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Today's broadcast is brought to you by Awakening Prayer Hubs. Join the movement. We are contending in cities, hundreds of cities around the world for a great awakening, for a revival. Maybe you're the next prayer hero God would have us to raise up in your city to usher in the glory of God. Amen. There's a great harvest and a great awakening coming. You can find a hub in your city. Join it. Launch a hub. Sponsor a hub. Check it out. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement today. I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is right here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Our heart truly is to equip you to live a supernatural breakthrough lifestyle, walking in consistent victory all the days of your life. Give me a year and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. That's what we all want, right? Transformation. Listen, you've got two different opportunities to encounter God and his word through prophetic worship and relevant messages every week. The 1047 AM service is a practical teaching with a prophetic edge. You can plan your visit at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. If you're not in the region, we're not going to leave you out. What are you thinking? No, you're there. Go over there, dial in, hop over to ahop.online. You can even become a web church member and go deeper with us. Virtual life groups, virtual prayer line, virtual pastoral care, virtual healing rooms, and prophecy rooms. It's virtual, but it's powerful. Visit ahop.online slash web church to become official today. That second service is School of the Spirit at Ahop. We're going into the deeper things of God. And our current series is severing the roots of rejection. And I am passionate about seeing you break free from this nefarious devil. You might not have a full-blown spirit of rejection, but if you feel the sting, the pain of rejection, hmm, you've got a rejection mindset in there somewhere because when you really know who you are and when you're fully healed, you won't feel that pain. It'll bounce off you. You won't allow it in your soul. You won't meditate on the reality of what they said or what they did. You won't care because you know the healer. Amen. Join us at 1.30 if you're in the region. Watch online on demand. School of the Spirit.tv slash rejection. Let's get into today's devotional. It comes from Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory. And today's devotion is titled, no, I like this, I like this, I like this, I like this. Tap into the anointing to war. Tap into the anointing to war. And today's devotional reads, here's what I heard from the Holy Spirit. These are all words from the Holy Spirit. Jesus was anointed and went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. He had an anointing to heal, says the Lord, but he also had an anointing to war. Hmm. He used that anointing for war to do good not evil. Many times you will encounter people who are doing you wrong, who are visiting you with evil intentions. And the Lord says, use your warfare anointing to return good for evil, and you will be like Jesus, your savior. Reject good for evil and trust me. I'm sorry, return good for evil and trust me to bring vindication. I am the warrior, but I don't fight like the world fights. Neither should you, 
says the spirit of the living God. Come on. You can get the scripture references for that when you pick up your copy of the devotional. I'll read the prayer starter and the decree from Victory Decrees. Father, help me remember the anointing for war is not meant to be aimed toward people, but demon powers. Teach me to war like you war and to love like you love. I decree Christ's anointing operating in my life destroys the works of darkness at every turn. I declare I fight like my heavenly father fights in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Father, we thank you this morning that you are our glorious, victorious warrior God. You are the God who sees the demons. (laughs) You see their plans. (laughs) You see their purposes. Come on. You see everything and you want to show us what we need to see. So we thank you that you're the God that opens the eyes of our heart so that we can, first of all, see you in all of your beauty, gazing upon your beauty, becoming like the one that we behold. And we praise you. We thank you that you are the lover of our soul and the lifter of our head. You are the healer of our bodies and our deliverer from danger, our defender, our protector, our provider. We put you right smack dab in the center of all of our affairs because you are our only good. You are the God who navigates our life. You order our steps. You redirect our steps. If we've gone the wrong way, you are just that good. Your mercy and your grace are inexhaustible. Your mercy and your goodness follow us all the days of our life, my God. All the days of our life, we wake up to new mercy every morning. All the days of our life, we wake up to a good, good father who has good plans for our life. Every day of our lives, we wake up to the grace of God, which is sufficient for anything we need to do. So we praise you and exalt you over everything and everyone and anything and ever anything. God, all of it, all the warfare, we exalt you over the attacks. We exalt you over the disease. We exalt you over the demons that dwell in our souls. We're crying out for deliverance, but we will not take our eyes off the deliverer. We praise you. We thank you. We're so grateful for you. There's no other God like you. Help us never to lose sight of your generosity. Help us never to lose sight of your goodness, of your strength. You're the all-powerful God. Help us not to lose sight of you working in our midst. Help us, God. We are needy people. We need your help because we don't see things right sometimes. Many times we don't see it right. We try to look through the eyes of faith, but the enemy injects this virus called fear into our vision. We begin to look through the eyes of fear, and then we begin to think thoughts based on fearful outcomes, and then we begin to speak words out of our mouth that agree with the spirit of fear that attacked first our eyes, our vision, our perception, our perspective. God, help us. We don't want to see through the eyes of fear anymore. We don't want to move and live and have our being based and rooted in a spirit of fear that has come to steal and kill and destroy. We don't want to be afraid of what the future brings when your word promises us that you've given us a future and a hope. You planned it all out. You worked everything out according to the kind intentions of your will. 
Your intentions towards us are kind. Your will is kind. It's not just good and perfect and acceptable. It's kind. You are a kind, kind God. Help us, Lord, to see you as kind. Because religion wants to paint you as a mean old man with a long white beard with a big mallet in his hand, ready to smash us at the first instance of wrongdoing. But your word says we're sin abounds. Grace does much more abound. And Lord, we're not going to use that as a license to sin. God forbid. But we don't want to look at life through the eyes of condemnation any longer. We don't want to look at ourselves through the eyes of guilt and shame any longer. That is not the right lens. It is not the right perspective. It is not how you see us. You look at us as in Christ. You look at, at, at us through the blood of Jesus. So help us to accept Christ's sacrifice of the cross. Help us, Lord, to embrace the work of the cross, the atonement. <laughs> you delivered us from evil. We're no longer slaves to sin. We're no longer captured in a dark kingdom, in bondage, fetters, chains, unable to choose what is right. But Lord, we choose you only because you first chose us. We love you only because you first loved us, but you still love us. And you knew what you were getting into when you called us. You knew that we wouldn't do everything right. You knew that we would trip and fall flat on our face. You already knew it. <laughs> you already saw every sin we commit before we committed it. Every dumb word we were going to say before we ever said it. Every person we hurt before we hurt them. Every wrong thought before we thought it. And you chose to enter into relationship with us and call us friends. You are a magnanimous God, a God of all mercy and a God of grace. So help us now, because some of us have a hard time receiving the work of the cross. Some of us are still in bondage in our minds to guilt, to shame, to rejection, to fear. And we're looking through life at life through a through a, a cloudy, murky lens that is stained with sin. And even though you forgave us, we didn't forgive ourselves. These lenses we're looking through, they're stained with the pain of rejection. And you've told us you want to set us free, but we can't accept your sacrifice. We don't really believe it. We can't receive it. This lenses, these lenses we're looking through, they're stained with fear. They're stained with guilt. And our perspective is so skewed. We don't see you rightly. Sometimes we don't see ourselves rightly. We don't see other people rightly. We think they're out to get us. They're trying to harm us. They want to hurt us. They want to take advantage of us. They want to steal what's ours. When they're just trying to help us. But we can't trust. Because we're looking through lenses that are stained with distrust. Stained by the pain of abandonment. Stained by the pain of divorce. Come on, anybody that has glasses know that your glasses sometimes need to be cleaned. Your fingerprints are on there. Smudges are on there. Dust is on there. Specks of whatever is on there. But when we're looking through our natural glasses, when there's a big fingerprint, we can't see clearly. It's an obstruction to our clarity of sight. And the enemy has done a number on so many believers. Even before you were Christians, 
He did a number on you, trying to keep you out of the kingdom of God. And now that you've entered into the kingdom of God, he's trying to get you uh, to not live up to the, the, the full potential that God has for you, not to walk in the blessings of the Lord that make you rich with no sorrow added to it, to walk in the freedom of the Lord. Remember this, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. That is your legal position, but your living condition may be far below that. The Holy Spirit dwells in you. That means you should be free. I should be free. We should all be free, free of the past, free of the pain, free of the rejection, free of the shame, free of the fear, free of the tears, free of all of it. And if you're not free, if you're touchy, easily offended, quick to be hurt, depressed, something's wrong. It means that we've not allowed the Holy Spirit to do the work he came to do in us when he came to reside in us. We're looking through the wrong lens. The lenses that are stained by condemnation. The lenses that are stained by addiction. The lenses that are stained by by self-sabotage. You need to ask the Lord in this season, what has stained my lens? What has skewed my my perspective? For many of you, I know it's rejection. That's why I am doing the rejection course, severing the roots of rejection, because I know that's your issue. You need inner healing. So, Father, would you help us to begin to see what these issues are that we keep stumbling over? We keep hitting a wall. Can't go around it. Can't get over it. Keeps appearing. Cyclically. Keeps appearing. Relational issues. Keep manifesting in certain situations, in certain instances, in certain conversations. We get defensive. We shut down. We freeze. We run. We fight. We claw. Lord, we don't want to be in bondage to a past that doesn't exist anymore, to an emotion that you never gave us. Help us, Lord. Help us to see what it is. We want transformation. We want to be transformed into the image of Christ, your dear son. You translated us out of the kingdom of darkness, but our transformation is underway. And we want to cooperate with your spirit fully. Let me just say this. Healing requires feeling. Healing requires feeling. I said healing requires feeling and the reason many people don't find healing is because they don't want to feel that pain again but pain buried alive never dies and if you've buried that pain if you've chosen to ignore what happened try not to remember it because it stings your soul there's something wrong you can't live your best life carrying around a bag of bitterness a bag of Weeping, a bag of pain, a bag of grief, a bag of fill in the blank. So help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We want to see transformation from the inside out. We know that you have prepared for us blessings that you, you want to pour out. We, we, we couldn't even contain them. But right now you can't pour out the fullness. Because we got to get rid of some things to make room for the blessing. We got to get rid of that anxiety. 
We get rid of that anxiety. We make more room for the blessing. We get rid of that unforgiveness. We make room for the blessing. Jesus said, you know, God said, I'll pour out a blessing you can't contain. (laughs) Right now, some of you can't contain much of it. You're not seeing much evidence of God's blessing, although he blesses us every day in every way. You're not seeing the promotions. You're not seeing the healthy relationships. You're not seeing. Could it be possible that you got to get some things out of you so that God God can pour some things into you? You got to get rid of that fear. It's taking up space where your blessing should be. You got to get rid of that shame. It's taking up space where that blessing should be. You, 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 you're walking around with guilt. You got to, it's taking up space where that blessing should be. You can't have a blessing mindset when you feel guilty and ashamed and afraid. The two aren't compatible. Faith and fear don't mix. Faith and condemnation don't mix. Faith and rejection don't mix. When these things manifest in your life, you begin to look through the wrong lens and you begin to act in ways that are not godly and the wages of sin are death. And so you keep experiencing these cycles of not enough or strife or, uh, you know, denial and, 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 and all these things is because our behaviors, he loves us, but he grieves God, but it grieves God when we walk around in condemnation and shame and guilt, but it grieves him because he created you in his image and he wants you to be healed and whole. So help us, Lord, to see whatever it is that we need to address in our lives, just to giving it to you, just saying, yes, Lord, I, 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 I'll face the pain so I can get free. I'll, I'll face that moment when, when I was abused, when I was abandoned, because I want to get free. I'll face the, the, that, 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 that painful moment. I'll face it. I'll look at it in the eye. I'll feel it. And then I'll let that feeling go. I'll cast it at your altar. I'll cast it at your throne. I'll cast it on you. I'll cast my pain. I'll cast my shame. I'll cast my guilt. I'll cast my addiction. I'll cast my depression. I'll cast my anxiety because you didn't give it to me, God. And I don't want it. And I refuse to carry around a bag of depression to my next season. To not fully enjoy life. The enemy comes, but for to steal, to kill and destroy. Jesus said, I came (laughs) that you might have life in abundance. To the full until it overflows. We want to live in the overflow. So we need to make room for the blessing. So Lord, we empty ourselves and we need your help because apart from you, we can't do anything. We empty ourselves of these toxic emotions. We empty ourselves of the, the right, <laughs> the rights we think we have to hold to a grudge, to hold unforgiveness. We, we let go of those rights, but we stand on our rights as kingdom citizens to submit ourselves to you and resist the devil and watch him flee. Oh, what joy it will be to watch the devil flee. Come on. Wouldn't you love to see that rejection flee finally? Wouldn't you love to see that fear flee finally after all these years? Wouldn't you love to be able to just see through the eyes of God, the eyes of your heart, Paul said, open the eyes of my heart. Wouldn't you be just so grateful to be able to see things as they are, not as how the enemy wants you to see them for once? Thank you, Jesus, that that is your portion. That is your way. That is the truth that sets us free. We are so grateful that you deliver us little by little. Israel defeated their enemies little by little. But I'm seeing a bursting forth of deliverance and healing coming to you. 
those who are desperate, those who are truly ready, those who are willing to face down what happened. Acknowledge it. Stop trying to bury it under the rug. Acknowledge it. Yes, maybe you were molested. Yes, maybe you were beat down by your uh, ex-husband. Yes, maybe you were you know, living on the street, didn't want nobody to know it, and bad things happened to you there. You were addicted. I don't know what you did or what happened to you, but God does, and he wants to heal it. Maybe some of your stories aren't as dramatic. Maybe you just didn't feel loved by your mother. Maybe you just didn't feel loved by your father. Maybe you didn't have friends in high school. Maybe they picked on you, teased you, called you names. I don't know what happened to you. But God knows he wants to deliver you. But you've got to face it and let it go. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. It's not too hard. Let's shift into our next segment. Some of you just came in. You need to come back around and listen again. I need everybody that has come in to share this right now because I'm about to prophesy blessings. will chase you down and overtake you. That's why we had to get rid of some stuff first, see? That's why some of you are going to have to go back and listen to this again because you've got some work to do. That's all right. Just save this video. See, many times God's blessings, it's like they boomerang back to him because we can't receive them. He wants us to have them. He's blessing us all the time, every day, in every way. We don't receive it. We don't see it. We don't catch it. We don't embrace it. And then we complain. We have a bad life. And God's like, but I'm pouring out blessings. You can't contain it. Sometimes he doesn't pour out certain blessings until you can contain it because he doesn't waste anything. Make room for the blessings. Share this quickly. We are going to move into this next segment. Share it on your timeline. Share it via Twitter. Share it on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Do what you got to do to get the word out. I prophesy that blessings will chase you down and overtake you in this next season. I prophesy it in the name of Jesus. I prophesy blessings that have eluded you for decades will chase you down and overtake you in this season. Now, we've got to bathe this in prayer. This needs to be your decree for this next season. All the blessings of the Lord will come on you and accompany you if. Now, most of God's promises and most prophecies are conditional. There's an if there. If you obey the Lord your God. And guess what? You don't even have to obey him perfectly. In other words, you're not going to obey him perfectly. That doesn't give you a license to sin. It just means that we all fall short of the glory of God. We all sin. We all make mistakes. It's about living a lifestyle of repentance. You will experience all these blessings. What blessings? Every kind of blessing you need to succeed. If you obey the Lord, your God, all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. All these blessings shall come forth in your life. (laughs) My God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow to to, do to change. These blessings will chase you down and overtake you. Blessed is the man who stands steadfast under trial. Is that you? Have you been in the trial of your life this year? I have. 
one of them, one of the biggest trials, long ongoing trial, almost all year long. But I remain steadfast. Guess what that means? I'm blessed. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. Do you trust in the Lord for real? Well, if you're getting anxious, you're not trusting the Lord. If you're in fear, you're not trusting the Lord. So we got to root these things out of our hearts that keep us from trusting him so that we can receive the fullness of his blessing. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Do you hide under the shadow of his wings? Do you enter into the secret place? Do you press in to seek his face and not just his hand? You'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it. You don't have to strive and work five jobs and work your fingers to the bone. You just need the blessing of the Lord. Amen. 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 Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob. So when you need help, you don't have to strive. You don't have to manipulate. You don't have to talk people into doing things for you. You just ask the Lord. He'll bless you with what you need. Are you catching this? I prophesy blessings will chase you down and overtake you. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Instead of getting into all that gossip, (laughs) instead of letting people trash talk in your ear, come on. Blessed are the peacemakers. You want blessings to chase you down and overtake you? Obey this charge to be a peacemaker. Come on. He'll bless you. And multiply you. He'll bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your ground, your grain and your wine and your oil, the increase of your herds and the young of your flock, the land that he swore to your fathers to give you. In other words, everything that you put your hand to will prosper when the blessings overtake you. We just have to obey the Lord. We got to obey the Lord. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. So what does that mean? That means don't take counsel from people who are not equally yoked. Don't take counsel. Don't take counsel from false prophets. Don't take counsel from false teachers. Don't hang out with sinners for the sake of sinning. Hang out with sinners for the sake of getting them saved. Don't sit in the seat of a scoffer. Don't sit there and criticize and judge people and expect you're going to walk in God's best blessings for your life. I'm saying the grace of obedience comes upon us. We begin to walk in the word and those blessings chase us down and overtake us. All personal prophecy is conditional. Most of God's promises are conditional. Some of them are. Do you want blessings to chase you down and overtake you? Then just try to do the word. And when you fail, when you fall, when you mess it up, ask the Lord to forgive you quickly. And he will. And your blessing flow will not be interrupted. I said, if you'll walk in a lifestyle of repentance, your blessing flow will not be interrupted. You won't see all these hiccups. And and believe what God told you even before you see it. Before, Before it manifests, continue to believe the Lord. Jesus said, To Thomas and the disciples, he said to Thomas, particularly, have you believed because you see me? He said, blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. That doesn't just go for seeing the Lord. Obviously, you all believe in the Lord. You've not seen him. But what has God promised you that you haven't seen it yet? Believe that you'll receive it and you shall have it. Come on. Mark 11. Believe that you'll receive it and you shall have it. Blessed are those who have not seen 
and yet have believed. Believe it. Believe it's coming. God shall bless us. Let all of the earth fear him. Are you walking in the fear of the Lord? You walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, you'll be blessed. See, I prophesy blessings will chase you down and overtake you. I decree it so. You have to do your part. I'm agreeing with God's will over your life. I'm agreeing with his best plan for you. You got to get your mouth right. You got to get your thinking right. Blessed are those whose strength is in you. Are you trying to do things in your own strength? That's futile. It's carnal. It's fleshly. It won't, it, it, you'll wear yourself out and burn yourself out. But blessed are those whose strength is in God. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. All these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. Be one thing if they just came upon you. Listen, some of you have been overtaken by warfare in this past season. God wants to overtake you with blessings. Some of you have been overtaken with sickness. God wants to overtake you with blessings. Some of you have been overtaken by grief. God wants to overtake you with blessings. Some of you have been overtaken by fear. God wants to overtake you with blessings. The question is, will you let him? Will you say yes? Will you try to obey him? Will you set your heart to obey? And when you don't obey, when you stumble, when you sin, when you mess up, will you be quick to repent? Will you say, Father, I'm sorry I missed it. Please forgive me in Jesus' name. It's just that easy. Grace is not a license to sin. It's a reason not to. And I prophesy that blessings will chase you down and overtake you in this next season. In Jesus' name. Can you receive that today? Somebody say amen and amen. Amen. Come on, believe that. I'm believing to be more blessed in this next season than I've ever been in any season of my life. That's my expectation. We get what we expect most of the time. The Bible says your expectations shall not be cut off. I'm expecting for a lot. Amen. I'm expecting for a whole lot. It's not about money. It's about impact. I'm expecting to see more souls saved in our ministry. I'm expecting to see more people delivered in our ministry. I'm expected to see more people equipped in our ministry. Amen. It's about impact. It's about making an impact for God in the earth. And when you have that mindset, there's nothing you can't do in Christ. He'll trust you with all the more. Amen. 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 Before we hang out and fellowship, I want to give you an opportunity today to sow that end of season seed and to be a blessing to the kingdom of God. I'm going to spend 30 seconds on this. You know, we're digging water wells in Africa. We're helping sex traffic victims get off the streets and, and back into a, a life of hope and restoration. We're helping addicts get delivered and feeding hungry children and so much more. Would you partner with us or would you sow a one-time seed at the end of this season as you enter your next season? Your last seed, heart, your last seed from the last, your, your final seed of a season will be your first harvest of the next season. Go over there to jenniferleclair.org slash missions and consider becoming a missions partner today or so a one-time seed today. You can also use just use, use Cash App. Cash App is dollar sign prophetic books. Dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the PayPal, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire, paypal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. 
You can use the text to give, 754-701-2161. Text the word PRAY, P-R-A-Y, to 754-701-2161. Amen. You can use the P.O. Box. You send something to the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. If you want to wire something because you're in another nation or you want to get all these different ways to give again, because I read it too fast because we don't like to labor this point. You can go to why you can go find the wire instructions and all the ways at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. Of course, you can also use stars and stickers wherever you're watching from as well. Amen. Father, I thank you for this end of season seed that will be a next season harvest. I thank you that you multiply this back to the givers in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Come on. God is good. You believe that <laughs> this year I had the, probably the worst year of my life. And I know for many that you had worse years than I did, but I've never been more convinced of the goodness of God as I have been in this past year, amidst all the pain and the trauma and the drama and all the bad things that happened. And some of these things are still not resolved, but God is good. He's never stopped being good. Not for one instance, ever, ever, ever. Amen. Remember today's broadcast is sponsored by Awakening Prayer Hubs. Awakening Prayer Hubs is a prayer movement. Cindy Jacobs, Lou Engel, Mike Bickle, Dr. Michael Brown, Patricia King, Alveda King, and many others are standing with us as we contend for awakening in the nations. It's not hard to be a prayer help leader. We give you so much support, your own email address, a community of hundreds of intercessors who are standing with you. There's training involved. There's regional leadership. There's even an inner healing track for you. I'm going to be doing a video today in Awakening Prayer Hubs or today or tomorrow to just review all the breakthroughs we had this year. We've started the, in the 24-7 Zoom firewall. We had so many breakthroughs this year. It's so easy to forget about the breakthroughs in the midst of the war. So if you're an Awakening Prayer Leader, look for that video, please. Look for that video. Recapping our breakthroughs and our wins and our victories in this past year. You know, we're in 41 nations, hundreds of prayer hub leaders, and we are pressing in to multiplication. First, within ourselves. It's not about the number of prayer hubs. It's about the impact that we're making. Of course, more numbers does mean more impact most of the time, if you have the right people. Go over there to awakeningprayerhubs.com and really pray about it and see if the Lord would have you to start a prayer hub or join one in your city or sponsor one so that we can activate some of these would-be prayer hub leaders in third world and emerging nations who really want to be a part. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. There's actually, let me say this one more thing about prayer hubs. There's an, an Awakening Prayer Hubs interest meeting with me. If you want to learn more about Awakening Prayer Hubs, you have specific questions about Awakening Prayer Hubs, you can go over there to jenniferleclair.org slash events. And you can sign up to be informed about that broadcast. It's the date of it there is the times of it there. And we'll record it in case you do miss it, but we'd love for you to join us and learn more about Awakening Prayer Hubs. On Sunday, I'm going to be teaching a strategy to see your best year ever. You're going to want to go over there to ahop.online 
and register. It's free to be able to watch that. A strategy for your best year ever. Listen, we are streaming our online campus into 163 nations of the earth. Probably some of my staff didn't even know that. I just looked at all the Google analytics yesterday. We are streaming our broadcast into 163 nations. Now, listen, there's only 195 nations in the world. And some of those nations don't have internet. So that, look what the Lord has done. Maybe you want to join up and watch these. It's free to watch. It's free to watch. You want to tap into all the archives, though. You want to be an official web church member and get the virtual life group, virtual healing room, virtual prophecy room. Now, guys, let me just tell you, in case you didn't didn't uh, understand it or didn't read about it, the virtual prophecy rooms, the virtual healing rooms aren't just like whenever you want it. Like, hey, you know, come prophesy over me. It doesn't work that way. We have opportunities once a month and you have to sign up for it. And uh, unfortunately, the first time we did it last month, uh, four of the eight people did not show up. And uh, so they, they they robbed four people of that opportunity because we, we do about we can only tip tackle about eight or ten a month um, because there's only so many of us and there's a lot of you. But we will get to you. So if you do make an appointment for the next session, show up, please, uh, because if you don't show up, you don't get to sign up again the next month. Right. Because you took someone's opportunity and we want to be we want to be gracious towards you. But we also want to be good stewards with what God has put in our hands. But there, that's all there for you. Ahop.online slash web church. If you like this broadcast, would you make sure you're following me on whatever platform you're on? Clubhouse, Instagram, my podcast, Facebook Live, YouTube, whatever. Make sure you subscribe today and share it with your friends. What's going to be a long day for me, guys? Getting up at 345 and I'll be out late tonight. So I'm going to go get about the father's business. I love you guys. And I will see you in the next season. Have a breakthrough day.